Hi, and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Katie. I'm Mel. And we're your hosts. This week we watched Set It Up, directed by Claire Scanlon and released in 2018. The plot of the movie goes something like this. Two overworked executive assistants plot to set up their bosses and make their own lives easier. And as we have been doing with movies lately, we'll do a quick spoiler-free section to tell you whether we think you should watch this movie, and then we'll go into spoilers for the rest of the episode after a warning. Uh, this is a Netflix movie, hmm. so if you don't have Netflix, you won't be able to watch it anyway. <laughs> um, but um, Indeed. I mean, if you like that kind of early 90s romantic comedy, like with Meg Ryan in it, you probably will like this. Um, it's very much like in the spirit of that, mm. uh, but you know, with the plot of like that one bit of Clueless where she sets her teachers up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that bit and somebody went, hmm, let's make a whole movie out of that. It's fine. This is not my favorite genre of movie. So like, it, it's not the best example of it, but it's the best recent example of it, I guess. Yeah. I, I probably of recent examples would prefer The Big Sick. The Big Sick's but- not this though like the big sick isn't this is very traditional rom-com yeah um yeah i didn't love this but i think that's partly because i don't love rom-coms yeah i think that's (laughs) but i thought we should see it because i noticed it getting quite a bit of buzz online a lot of people getting very excited about it and i think that kind of says something about the lack of breezy frothy light movies for people to enjoy yeah i will say it does have pretty good cast um the two um, there's a little kind of um, everybody wants some reunion with mm. Zoe Deutsch and, and um, Glenn Powell as the leads. And um, they've both been standouts in other things. So it's nice to see them getting their own movies. Yeah, they're both great. Movie. They're both perfect for this kind of lead. Zoe Deutsch has so much energy and is so bubbly and like full of life. I recently discovered that she's Leah Thompson's daughter. Mm. And her father's Howard Deutsch who directed Pretty in Pink. Okay. Um, I don't know what he looks like. When I, when I found out he she was Leah Thompson's daughter, I was like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, because she some... looks a, like not like enough like her that when you look at her, she looks like a clone of her mother, like Reese Witherspoon's daughter. Mm. But when you know it, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I see that now. Yeah, yeah. Because she also kind of looks a bit like Rose Byrne, a little bit like Ellen Page. But yeah, yeah. But it's that it's that like the mouth and the cheeks yeah. and stuff. Like I can see her in like a fifties dress being yeah. in. Um, back, no, no, you know, I don't know what future. his father looks like either. I just, I just think it's um, he and and Leah Thompson met on the set of not Pretty in Pink, but another movie that they did in the eighties, and they are still married to one another, which, as you know, delights me no end. But he directed Pretty in Pink, so I thought that was interesting. Um, oh, some kind of wonderful. Thinking, yeah, I was going to say some kind of wonderful, but I'm like, That's isn't that movie. a John Hughes movie? No, nope, but did it's he Howard just write Deutsch it? Movie. Well, see, because John Hughes didn't direct all the like Pretty in Pink is is, I think, also written by John Hughes. Yeah, I think it might um, be. And I think Some Kind of Wonderful is also written by John Hughes. And mm-hmm. I was like, maybe that's direct, because I knew she was in that. Yeah. And I was like, maybe anyway, it's that one. Anyway. They met on, on that. Yeah, it's written by John Hughes. Um, But yeah, they met on that movie. That's kind of sweet. So who directed Breakfast Club then? John Hughes. John Hughes directed Breakfast Club. <laughs> he didn't. He just didn't direct all of them. He just okay. Some of them. Well, see, I... Because I think of all of those as John Hughes movies. Me too, me too. So that's why I was surprised because I, but I knew there was, in the back of my head, there was this story about Leah Thompson and Zoe Deutsch's dad and I had to go and look it up. Okay. Which is, um, yeah, I was, I was going to say some kind of wonderful, like that was my first instinct. Mm. And then I was like, but yeah, so they met, John Hughes. they, they, yeah, he directed her in that movie and they, 
um, got married after that and okay. have two daughters, one of which is Zoe Deutsch, um, who is, yeah, a really good rom-com lead. And so is Glenn Powell. We've talked about Glenn Powell before. When he played John Glenn in um, Hidden Figures, Yeah, I don't know, but I, we just swooned over him, I remember. Yeah, and um, I also said he was like one of the standouts of Everybody Wants Some, which was a good yeah. um, ensemble cast. But when I was watching this especially, I realised just how boring, I want to say, Brady, Jenna, Brody, Jenna? Oh, yeah, Bob, yeah. Jenna? I don't one know. of the Jennas. No, um, no he's, he's actually not, not one, one of the Jennas. Jennas. <laughs> His last name is just Jenna. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And the guy, the kid from Glee. Yeah, yeah. How boring he is in yeah. Everybody Wants Some. Because, yes. like, watching Glenn Powell do, like, be the, you know, romantic lead for mm. Zoe Deutsch and be the lead was so much more enjoyable than watching that kid do it? Yes. I'm going to yeah. look it up. <laughs> they were just – anyway, I just thought they were really engaging pair of leads and they were really fun. They're both good comedy people. They're both um, – like he, he's not afraid to um, – I just looked up some kind of wonderful again. Good job, Brain. He He's um like – he's got – he's really like tall and he's got this like loose physicality that he quite, he uses to fairly good effect sometimes. Blake, Blake Jenner. Blake Jenner, right. Um, I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't. Like, one of the yeah, those those names all yeah, are very similar to me. Was married to um, Supergirl. The, um, anyway, but they were on Glee together. Yeah, <laughs> so that's presumably how they met. Um, anyway, but set it back to set it up though. Right. Uh, yeah, I like those two. Oh um, right, are we into the spoiler no, section? No, but still in the spoiler-free section where I'm just ranting. We got about distracted other by various '80s movies, but yeah, I like those two. I didn't really like. I mean, the the Lucy Liu and, and um, Tay Diggs characters are kind of horrible. To be and fair, so are Zoe Deutsch and Glenn Powell. Yeah. If you look into like my, no, they, I was actually getting to that. There's particularly note. Glenn Powell. There's a bit that I just was like, dude. Yeah, but um, but he, you say that, but she's really awful a lot of the time in ways that are not called out by the movie. Like she's horrible to service people mm. and all this other stuff. That I was like. She yeah. acts so superior. To, uh, this is yeah. getting into spoiler so territory. But will, she acts so superior yeah. to everybody else. But she's like, she's all right too. So this is the thing. Like, there's this light romantic comedy, but I kept things kept happening that were really jarring to me. It's literally would, my first note. Everyone is awful. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what we would. I watched it with my husband. And he was the same. I was like, these people are awful, and he's like, yeah, all of them. Mm. Um, and they are. And it's just like it sort of struck an annoying note with me because they kept doing awful things or. And and it just kind of made me go, why do so many people love this movie? This is kind of this is just mean. These people are mean, yeah, um, or like horrible in different ways. Anyway, having gotten that far, we probably should go into spoilers. We really. probably should, yes. But yeah, um, on the spoiler-free front, like it is a, a romantic. I mean, and if you look back at a lot of those, the people are mean too. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. Um, they, I mean, that's one of those things about romantic comedies is that maybe that's why I didn't like them. Maybe. But, you know, but yeah, it, there's it's, a lot of that. If you like romantic comedies, this is worth watching. It's quite light. The leads have good chemistry together. They're good together. Mm. Um, and it kind of bubbles along at a pretty good pace. Like, I didn't yeah. feel like it. I was slogging through a Netflix movie. No. So no. that was good. Yeah, it was a nice um, There was some really night. nice writing as well, like really clever, quick writing that I liked. Mm. But there are problems with it as well there's some bad writing too but yeah there is good stuff all right so now we'll actually go into spoilers if you haven't seen set it up and you want to um come back when you have and listen to the rest of the show okay so i'm going to talk about my favorite part of the whole movie 
Mm. which was the five minutes that Titus Burgess was in the movie. That was also my favourite part of the movie. I literally wrote, he is a delight. He is. Like, the voice that he used for this character made me happy every time that he spoke. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be so creepy and everything, and I was like, oh, I love watching him so much. I just want him to Mm -hmm. be in the rest of the movie. They barely used him, but yeah, that that made me happy. He was amazing. He was amazing. He was such a highlight of them. Like, the comedy, Mm. the, like, laugh out loud, he was... I, I think it was only him and Pe- Pete Davidson that got actual laughs from yeah, me. Yes. And Pete Davidson was kind of a little underused, I think. Well, yeah, I thought he was really funny. I only knew who Pete Davidson was because he's dating Ariana Grande and I'd ne- never heard of him before. And then I was—I didn't realize like he was a comic actor and he's really good. He is. But also the reason that I knew who he was before the this Ariana Grande thing was because um, there's like a five-minute makeover that tan france does on youtube of pete davidson oh and my I, so god like, so that's my in oh my that's god my was tan making him over on youtube and i was like oh apparently he's on snl mm. um but yeah they, they but were... he's very much like up and coming like yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah. i yeah, i'm aware of that he that was just it was he was great i thought and yeah. um and i really like titus burgess as well they just made me laugh a lot but yeah, Pete Davidson. There's a note that I have in here that was like, um, "Where is it?" Oh, all oh, right, guys. He's gay. He's totally gay. He's officially gay. He's gay because every <laughs> single scene that he's in, they feel the need to bring up that he's gay like 50 times. Mm. Like it's so over the top. I was like, "Okay, we get it. We understand enough already." But yeah, there's a there's a little section um, also that was my favorite part of the movie later on that like the other non-Titus Burgess part, um, which is I really liked the two parties and how well they got along with each other's friends. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that I didn't really feel any kind of romantic connection between them until I saw them with each other's friends. And then I yeah. was like, oh, like they have similar <laughs> have similar senses of humor and they mm. all get along really well. And I think that's a good sign. <laughs> Yes, it is. After that, he does the hard eyes when they're having pizza. And I was like, okay, I'm on board now. Yeah, And that's like 45 minutes in, I think, that that happens. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, now I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I liked them both. But definitely when she and and Pete Davidson have that little moment in the apartment just before they go to the party, that was probably when I was on board. Yeah. Like that, and that when they're at the, but both parties, like, yeah, yeah. There's just a scene where um, she's talking to her best friend, and the fiance mm. is hanging out with Glenn Powell in the background. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like high fiving and stuff, and it's just really cute and natural. Well, it was actually really sweet. I think I've just gotten so like bitter and twisted from watching so much glum TV that when the best friend's fiance came in, I was like, oh no, this is going to go badly. But like, they're friends. And yeah. she likes her best friend's fiance, and they get along great. And then, like, he's sad when they leave the party, and it was really sweet. It was really sweet, and also, I like the um. There's something uh, the whole movie kind of does this. We've got these like two white, very traditional looking leads, mm. and yet they kind of fill up all of the extra roles with less traditional people. Yeah. So, like in the the best friend couple. Um, her best friend and, and the fiance. Mm. He's shorter than her. He has this kind of high voice. He's not like a dreamboat or like any of the things that you would normally see in that role. Mm. And she's really pretty. The best friend. Yeah, yeah. And like the 
relationship between them is really interesting. Mm. Um, the way, and then there's a lot of jokes about how much sex she's had, but it's all very positive. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Like it's, well, it's, it's, and it's sort of like she's finally settled down with this one, and it was yes. kind of sweet. But it's not just like, that; it's like she, he is fine with it. Yeah, he doesn't there's no like, um, well, it sort of reads as of all the people she could have chosen, he must be like a really great guy because she, you know, she chose to stop doing that for him. Like, I don't oh, know, no, that nice. doing that, that 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 still has a negative connotation. There's no negative connotations to her. Like, there's a line early on in the movie where she's like, uh, Zoe Deutsch tries to talk in code about one of her exes. And then he's like, oh, this guy? And she's like, oh, you told him about him? And he's like, if we'd stopped, if we didn't, like, talk about the exes, like, something about, like, they see them on every train or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, he never says it in any kind of negative way. It's all just like, she has a lot of exes and that's fine. Yeah. Like, it's not. There's no slut shaming no, 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 around no, it, and no. there's no kind of indication that like doing that was bad. When you say she stopped doing that for him, it seems like it was bad, but there's no indication in this movie that that was ever bad. Right? It's just, and now she likes this guy, and she'll marry him. Yeah. Like n- rather than sleeping around with lots of people was a bad thing. Right. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, but I also mean she was. You know, there's a joke about in in Tully about the merry ground, the merry go round stopping, and you just right. you want to sit on the bench, but. Um, it, it was more like, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure that was, was where I was going with that. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just, it was just that all that stuff was really quite nice. Um, and when you said like diverse other cast members, I remember, I just remembered the, um, clearly model playing, um, Glenn Powell's girlfriend. God, she, terrible From actress. her first line reading, I was like, well, she's definitely a model. Yeah. Um, and, and she wasn't on screen. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. She was on the, it was a, it was um through the. Yeah, yeah, through the. Um, intercom. Oh and you're like, oh, she's clearly a model without ever having seen her at all because she just is not an actress. No. Then again, there have been some models who have turned into fantastic actresses. Yeah, but, but, but not, not, not her. this one. Um, Joan Smalls. Yeah. her name. Um, yeah. So she was kind of like, you just wanted to be rid of her. Because yes. Because she was so annoying. And I yeah. mean, she was meant to be annoying, but she wasn't annoying for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't like when Pete Davidson was like, "Oh, she's the worst because she doesn't care about you or something." And I was like, "Oh, doesn't she?" I couldn't tell because mm. the line reading. She doesn't was really so bad. seem to care about anything much. <laughs> exactly. It's just, and they're like, "Oh, you have nothing in common." I was like, "It's very hard to tell. It's <laughs> yeah. very hard to tell if she has any personality at all." Um, yeah, but not just them. Like the you know the fact. Firstly, that the people they're setting up are an Asian lady and a black man. And then there's the, um, my, one of my other favorite minor characters in the movie, which is the jewelry lady at the jewelry store. Oh my God. Who like has one line and is better than half the she cast. She is so great. All she does is like, oh, I wasn't eavesdropping on you. Like, <laughs> and it's not even a good joke, but she's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, loved, loved her. But she, she yeah, was... they, they kind of fill up the background with people who are not. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. It's it's more more interesting than maybe the people you would have seen in a yeah. this kind of movie in the past. Although right. they used to have like the um, homely looking best friend and her fat husband or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So so now they have the the, the black best friend and the black husband or whatever. Well, now they had the the model looking girl. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Maybe it's not better. It was just interesting to me. Yeah, that- well, I mean, it's just yeah. I th- I mean, I think there are, people are a lot better at that kind of stuff nowadays, and and we tend to find that that female-directed movies are better at that kind of stuff mm. as well, um, having a more diverse background cast. 
and obviously Lucy Liu and Tay Diggs. Um, Lucy Liu, like, despite being awful, is still so great and she's always great in anything. I think I feel about Lucy Liu the way you feel about Angela Bassett. Like, I would just watch anything and I love her. Yeah. I'm now thinking about a movie with Lucy Liu and Angela Bassett in it and that makes me happy. Yeah, even though even though her character is, is just horrible. She like, – well, she – yeah, but she's less well, – her, her like the, the way she treats her – but she's more – she's less worse than, than Tay Diggs who's a, who's a hedge fund bro because she like – she can't – you can sort of see where it comes from with her. Mm. It's like high standards and pushing herself and tr- always trying to prove herself kind of stuff and also dealing with being in a male-dominated world like sports journalism. That makes sense. Um, but, yeah, I've never disliked Tay Diggs before this and oh, I didn't like awful. him in this. His character is just awful. Like, but his, his and acting's he's, pretty yes, bad too. He's like, not even a good actor in this. No. And, like, we know I couldn't he can figure act. it out. We know he can act. Yeah. We've seen him in plenty of other stuff where he acts and he's great. But... It was almost like he couldn't cope. Like he, the, some of the lines he was given, he couldn't cope with. Well, some of them would. Some the, of them were pretty. Literally, awful. there's there's a moment when he talks about, oh, if I see any hair on a woman, I'm out. Mm. And I was like, okay, like yeah, I know. That why was like, are we trying to set Lucy Liu up yeah, with this? And that, and that was the point at which I was like, come on, just get these two broken up. This is awful. You can't possibly still be trying to want the, want this to happen. Like the, he's just atrocious. I mean. these, the the like, um. And that, that's why one of the reasons why the moralizing moments in the, the moment later on in the movie frustrates me so much is because up until this point, Zoe Deutsch has been fine with all this stuff. Like she's fine with setting her boss up with this guy who's you like insists that she waxes. Like yes, come on, like that stuff that's, is really icky. Like that's clearly a deal breaker. You would, I wouldn't, I mean, I would not let anyone go out with someone who insisted that they waxed. Well, like, let, but like you know what I mean. Like, like I would, she's forcing her. I, yeah, like I wouldn't. You know, if your friend was like, "Oh, I need to go, I need to go and get a wax. My, my I'm going to have sex with my boyfriend." I'm like, "Is that because you want to? <laughs> like, that, like that's it's one thing to make a choice like that, but that kind of that is like a classic red flag, run away from this guy behavior. If yeah. he's insistent on his female partners having no hair below the neck, like, come on. Yeah, and like. The thing about, especially comparing this with, say, Sharon Clueless, is that Sharon Clueless manipulates everybody to get what she wants, but she always does it, like, trying to make them happier. Yes. Like, she never does it in a way that, like, will make them unhappy. Like, when she gets her teachers together, Mm. it's because she's like, if they're happy, then they'll want to give good grades. Yeah. Whereas this is like, if they're... In, if they're involved with each other, then we won't have to be at work as much. Yeah. And they, like, do it and, you know, they push them to this point and beyond this point where it's it's really gross. And then at the and then later on, um, he's like, well, we've been doing this anyway. And she's all like, oh, no, but it's bad now that he's cheating on her. And I was like, that's the problem? That Yeah. yeah. This is your breaking point yeah, now? The problem is not a man who is so disengaged from his own child's life that he makes his assistant do the child's science project. Um, your problem not is not the only problem with that, by the way, but... Yeah. Like, your, your problem is not that this guy is so awful to, like, not just assistants, but service people and mm. everyone that he meets. Like, your problem is that he's cheating on you. There were so many more problems before that point. Yeah. And... It's not just there's so many more problems before that point. They, it, it's the fact that she gets so angry with him for not being a moral person then when she hasn't been a moral person in the whole mm. thing. Oh, I know, right? It's 
really that really irritated me because I was like, if we'd gotten a sense earlier that she was like in any way committed to being a good person, then mm. I would get it. But there's nothing. No. There's no indication before that that she's any way better than he is. No. This is a person who expects her assistant to stay in the office till midnight. No, no, no. I meant Zoe Deutsch. Oh, Zoe Deutsch. Sorry. There's no indication before that that Zoe Deutsch is any better than Glenn Powell. Oh, no, no. Like, they both essentially want the same thing. It's just, mm. just to get ahead in their career. Yeah. Right? She wants to write and he wants to get a promotion. But really, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. There's no, like, sh- she's not, like, doing it for any pure motives. No. She's the one who comes up with the idea no, that she, if they're they, together, they'll be... They'll, they will be less awful bosses. Right. Like, yeah. I don't... I just don't see why the movie tries to insist that she's a better oh. person. Yeah. Like, is it because she's her, cuter? She, because she draws, what is it? she draws the line three centimeters earlier. Right, exactly. Like, it. I, yeah, uh-huh. than he does. Like, her, her line is slightly less bad. Yeah, and, and there was that, like, you know, there's the bit later on where the, uh, like, the, their, their little meet cute mm. is she doesn't have cash to pay the delivery guy. Delivery guy. Mm. Um, and. Then she tries to get him to take anything else, which I don't see how he can because he's delivered. He has no card reader no, or anything. No, it's not like he – yeah. So – and she's like, come on, you know I'm good for it. And I'm like, well, you know, he's probably going to get fi- – this is yeah. one of the issues with the movie, by the way, yeah, treatment well, of service people. Well, right. And, and there's – I think at one point um, Glenn Powell even talks about how he got somebody fired because on um, Tay Diggs' behalf he called this place and yeah. like, complained about service or something. Like they have no, and and the way they treat like dry cleaners and other people because their boss asks them to, and well, not even because their boss asks them to, because they're poor. Um, she sits at this restaurant and eats chips the whole time and drinks oh. water for this poor waiter's trying to get rid of her. Yeah, and then like it's that's all treated as a joke, and yeah. that's after the whole moralizing thing she a, keeps doing. Yes, yeah, it. terrible so, thing to do. Right. So you're like, how? How is she more? more- than mm. him when she's doing all this stuff. She's no, not mm. better. She treats everybody just as badly. Yeah. Like, and they think they're better than everybody else because they're assistants. Yeah. It's actually really interesting. I was thinking about, like, the that, those kind of jobs because that's how I started my career as well, mm. being an executive assistant to people. Um, and, like, no, no one who was ever, I was never like, it wasn't even Devil Wears Prada kind of stuff. I, I generally worked for people who were pretty reasonable and normal. But it's a what, like, there's a certain class of millennials who, and I think possibly, um, Zoe Deutsch is too young to be a millennial. But anyway, there's a certain class of, of millennials who kind of, who want to get into the creative or knowledge industries, like prestige industries, who can't afford to not, to, can't afford to do like unpaid internships that mm. would get them in the door with writing or whatever. So they take assistant jobs in that same industry just as a, like a foot in the door thing. Mm. And I think there's some interesting like class stuff there at play of like, um, you know, being middle class to get your foot in the door of that industry, you probably got a college degree or whatever, but um, also kind of thinking that you – thinking that you deserve better than being an assistant. Um, there's something of like, this is just a stepping stone. Well, I mean, I get that. That's that's. I mean, that's, pr- it's, that's it's how pretty, almost anybody would right, think. Right, you like get your foot in the door and you start it. But nobody there wants is, to, there's nobody nobody wants to be an assistant forever, right? But there's also this sort of like, 
they're the top of the tree of like service personnel because they're service personnel basically. Like they 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 get an office and they they are asked to do a few different things, but basically their job is service, right? And then they like all the shit flows downhill onto other service people from them. Yeah, it. My problem was like more that. I mean, there's going to be, and and I liked the little montage at the beginning with all the assistants, mm. and they get desperate because yeah. they don't. It is a really difficult economy, and, and like if you they need lose to hold, their, yeah, you have to hold on to your job, and they all live in New York, right? right. So yeah. I get all of that stuff. It's the way that they act, well, the way that they behave around other people, mm. where they're like. Oh, I have to hold on to this job because she's, you know, they're so the other person's so important. Yeah. So, they're, and they they buy into this idea that their boss is so much more important than other people yes. as well. Yes. And you're like, no, it doesn't work that way. Mm. Um, I really like the bit where Pete Davidson just threw his drink in, um, in Tay Diggs's face. That was really nice. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because you're like, yeah, because these guys he are deserves really. It. He's awful. And the way that they let them like walk all over them and everybody else mm. and will treat other people badly on behalf of them, not just because they have to and it's their job, but no. because they genuinely think they're better. Yeah. and they, I mean, they they seem to genuinely think that they're better than other people because they work for these people. Mm. And that was awful to me. Yeah. Like other and things they make that they it. say, you know, when she says, oh, I've put, so, I've worked there for so long and I've done it for so long. I've put so many years into it. Like two years. If I don't. Yeah. I think it was a bit longer. Oh, maybe. But like, she's I, only 25 or so, so it's I know, but I think very, she... Oh, like, she's... Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, I get that you... She feels like she's invested so much time into it. Yeah. That if she doesn't get a return on it... Yeah, sunk cost. Then she's, yeah. Yeah. Then she's, you know, just lost that time. Yes. So I, I get that idea. I just don't get the... Like, they just seem to think they're better than everybody else. Because they were... A, yeah. Me. They were able to get these jobs yeah. where they're, like, really close to these you know, famous slash important people. Yeah. Um, and then, and that, that sort of makes them by proxy. Also know, famous. Also and famous important. and important. Yeah. yeah. That bit where, um, the, the stuff about getting into that club. Oh yeah. Where he, where, um, Glenn Powell just like, they wouldn't, the guy wouldn't let him in for ages. Yeah. And then he finally gets in and he's like, feels super important. Yeah. Stuff like that. And you're like, Ew, well, that's, gross. yeah, yeah. That's that like, when you get like a little bit of, an advantage over someone else mm. like you see it when like um like sometimes people who are poor and white will look down upon people who are just as poor as them and have just as hard a time but look down on them because of their race right like you see you see that sort of um trying to like a lot of um when people whip up anti-immigrant sentiment and all that kind of stuff it's to try and get people who are poor and white to look down upon people who are poor and latino or yeah. poor and black um even though if they you know it, it, that it's actually in their better interests to um you know, look out for each other yeah um and i mean it's this movie works of, really hard to avoid that with the bosses being yeah i yeah it does it does a lot of that sort of stuff but i mean it's that it, I'm, i don't mean that it's that this movie is doing that i mean it's that feeling of like i have one little bit of power and privilege and i'm yeah. going to lord it over to me people. this movie was just really classist yeah <laughs> like it was just really like you know i'm better than everybody else because i got this job mm. and you're just a waiter you're like well they're probably a waiter because they want to do something else and like it's probably not like when you work out the hourly rate given the horrible exploitative conditions that you work in the waiter's probably getting paid better than you probably has a better job than you 
like maybe potentially, but also yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter if they have a better job no, than you, right? It doesn't. Like, that's the thing. Like it doesn't matter if you have a better job than them or they have a better job than you or whatever. Mm. Like y- the the fact that they are a person still means that they are worthy of respect. Yeah. They are doing something for you. They are still worthy of respect. Another, Especially like, the guy who keeps bringing her chips on water and she treats like crap. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's such a thing. Um, it's another dating red flag, by the way, along with um, dude who expects you to have no hair beho- below your hair, below your head, um, is... Shop with a moustache. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I have no hair on a woman below the neck. So you're okay with a monobrow? Yeah. Um, anyway, but th- that's, a, that's a classic dating red flag. But so is people who are mean to waiters. Mm. Like, you... Go on a date with someone. If they're rude to the service staff, get out of there. Yeah, they're not mean to him. They're just they treat him badly in the interests of yeah. like not having to pay for things. And you're like, but yeah. if you're not paying for things, you're not paying his wages. That's right. You jerk. Yeah, but that it's not. Yeah, and it's treated as cute, and that's why I think it just annoys. It's me. annoying. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what else did I write about? Oh, there's a line early on where Glenn Powell goes, you move like a Prius. And I was like, wow, that's on the nose. That's really bad. Because she, because she's quiet. Because she's and, quiet. Yeah, yeah. Snuck up on him. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I like honestly was not impressed with the writing in this. I liked some of it. Like, like sometimes it would flow really easily. And then other times it would be really on the nose. Mm. So it was kind of hit and miss for me. I think a lot of it was carried because the leads did have good chemistry because you could yeah. see when the leads didn't have good chemistry, like with Tay and Lucy. Mm. Oh, there was bits in the movie that like didn't make a lot of sense because they realized they had to keep those two apart because the chemistry wasn't great. Mm. Like, they, I mean, I know it's from the assistant's perspective, but like they hook up and then like between them hooking up and breaking up, we don't actually see them breaking up the first time. They're not ever like together. Actually, they the one scene where he was drunk was pretty good. Yeah. That was actually not bad, mm. whereas most of the rest of it was. Like the, the scene where they announced their wedding, I was waiting for them to be like, ha-ha, punked, we got you guys, we knew you were setting us up the whole time. Yeah. Because I was like, "That's it's so uncomfortable right. and yeah, awkward. Yeah, yeah. and they, they basically keep them apart all the time because they're just not that good together. No, and I don't know what Tay Diggs was doing in this movie. He wasn't good in this. Um, and like we never see his wife, which is weird too because she's this huge part of the movie. Right. We never actually see yeah, her. Yeah, there, there was some weird, like, filmmaking choices in mm. the way the story was put together, I thought, that were just, like, yeah, odd. And, yeah, that, that elevator scene was not good, largely because of the fat shaming yeah. oh, weirdness. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that you doesn't, know, why yeah. does that make sense in this scene? And you know how I am about wee and poo jokes. Ugh. Uh, yeah, and you never actually see the sun either. His son. His son. But his son's not a big part of no, the movie, but we, whereas we the ex-wife is. No, but we but because they make an, a big effort of like we see the um the school play and Oh we no, see... we do see his son on stage in the play. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the beard and he's like, I like the beard. Yeah, no, that was that's and true. He's like, oh, you're gonna ruin my neck by making me sit here and yelling at some guys. Yeah. The worst. He's the worst. Um but also he drags his girlfriend along, which is also like the, the worst. worst. Like, of course she's mad. She has every right to be mad. This is a stupid thing to do. Right. And but and so is, um like, rocking up at her house at 11 o'clock at night because you can't, like, your boss has insisted you stay, stay at work. Like, like they, the lengths that they go to, the times, the amount of time, that every night staying back at work thing of, like, mm-hmm. just never having any social, like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, but that's the 
point. I know. I mean, that stuff just doesn't bother me that much. Like, I like, but also, if you're going to do all of that for the job, yeah, and and they, you know, the, it is really hard to get another job in the economy. I, and I, you know, they I, don't, I get, like, get so it. Like, that stuff doesn't bother me. It's the fact that they then, but the way that he rocks up at her house, other people as a result that of scene, that. And he's got a really me. bad line about his penis. As well in that scene where he's talking we tour over the intercom. Oh right. Well I'll wake you up with my penis. I mean yeah, no, you'll be awake. Like, like that the whole was... that whole thing was just like ugh. Yeah. I yeah. Like I didn't mind that so much because I was like, oh he's trying to be like funny mm. but he's you know, tired and just run all this way and so it's not like it, Yeah. He he knew that that was not the right thing to say after he had said it. Yeah, yeah. So like it was I and she does that a bunch of times too, to be fair. Mm. There's quite a few, like, she'll say things. There was one line where she's like, oh, um, um. Oh, Zoe the, Deutsch does Zoe that. Zoe Deutsch yeah, does yeah, that yeah. a bunch she, of times Oh, yeah, too. she does too. Ugh. Like, but the thing is, like, you know, she's cute, so. Yeah. I think that's a lot of this movie as well, where it's like, oh, but she's cute. Mm. So she gets away with a lot more. Yeah. When she's just as bad, and I think that's a problem. Yeah. But, um. But, and, and, I mean, Glenn Powell, let's be honest, is getting away with a lot because he's cute too. Not real. I mean, I think. The way that we have talked in this on the podcast, yeah, you've pulled him up for a lot of things that she does, yeah, yeah, then not pulled her up for them. That like it's really clear that like she gets away with a lot more mm. by being cute, yeah, and like bubbly and you know giggly mm. and smiling through it. Mm. Um, but he, they both do exactly the same thing where they, and that you know it's one of the things that like makes them work well together. Yeah. Is that their mouths run away from them and, and but that's probably one of the reasons why they're still in assistant jobs and all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. is that they're kind of slightly socially awkward. Um because mm. she does it a couple of times with um Lucy Lou as well, where mm. she's like she'll say something and she's like, I didn't mean it like that. Okay, I'm gonna go now because Yeah, you know, she babbles. Yeah. <laughs> um and he does the same thing. So I don't see that as necessarily the worst. No. Um that doesn't bother me as much because it's meant to be like, uh, no, that's not what I meant to say kind mm. of a thing. Um, yeah, the, she does it with the golf thing as well. Mm. When he says like uh, um, something about the holes and she says, I only have, have one, one hole. hole. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's just as dirty. Yeah. Like, that one was just like. That doesn't bother me that much. There's so many things that are bad. Mm. So, yeah. Um the a couple oh there's also this interesting thread through this movie where she pulls him up for saying sexist things oh yeah which are not always necessarily particularly sexist yeah but like it has this kind of weird pseudo feminist streak through it uh-huh. which is sometimes really on point like when he's he's like oh guys like girls who like sports and he genuinely thinks guys like girls. Yeah, like yeah. And, he, and he's she, not being sexist. And she know. has a great little like, little comeback about how guys think they like girls who like sports. Guys like girl. Yeah. Guys like girls who wear sports jerseys and get the terminology wrong. Yes. Um, which was great. I thought that was great. There, and there's another one about um, she sort of implies that part of the reason maybe Lucy lose the way she is because she doesn't have a baby. No, he and he said, or he, but he actually says it. Like yeah. she kind of starts going down that path. Yeah. And he actually says it and she said, ah, inappropriate or something like that. Yeah. And then she says, but you're right. Yeah. Um, where you're like, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that where it's this kind of, yeah, that pseudo feminism that mm. goes through mm-hmm. the movie where you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, 
Uh, yeah, the, the sports thing I thought was particularly cute because she's so obsessive about sports. Yeah. And you kind of go, well, maybe it's also because like, and I get this, I'm also very obsessive about things. Yeah. But you're like, well, maybe also when you are crying over like sports moments and like, you know, getting that into it, then maybe people are put off because they like it but not like to the point of sobbing openly yeah. because they read a sports article. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is, it's fine. And it's like, you know, that's yeah. what she's into. That's great. It's good to be really into things. But some people are put off by that. Yeah, that's um, true. I love how we both kind of picked up on the things that we we both do. Me, run yeah. off my mouth. You get really into things. Yes. <laughs> which is, I mean, like, yeah, I, I think she just needs to find somebody who doesn't. Who... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I just thought it was funny. Yeah. This means we both just picked up on them. Because the running off of the mouth thing, like, that literally happened to me when I was an assistant. Like, yeah. I remember shudderingly embarrassing in my bones remember like saying shit out loud mm. and you're like oh wait i'm i can't do that here <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so that to me is just a you know and they're there mm. all the time and it's what they're doing all the yeah. time so of course yeah. they're gonna do this sort of stuff yeah because... they're tired they're overworked <laughs> right exactly so yeah. you know I think the movie also, the, the dialogue moves so quickly mm. that you can kind of get over anything that doesn't work. Like, yeah. I think it's that kind of, it's it's going so fast so that some of it hits. Yeah, and you miss some of it. Yeah, you miss some, some hits and some doesn't work. Yeah. But there's so much of it and it's so fast that it there's enough hits to balance out the misses. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wrote a few hits down, like, oh, irony, you fickle queen, which I think is really funny. <laughs> I think that's also Titus, though. Yeah, I think Titus I said think that so. one. He has well. all the best lines. Yeah, that's succulent. Yeah, I actually went and looked up the, or briefly looked at um, both the writer and director of this film, and I think they're both um, Kimmy Schmidt people, okay. which kind of explains Titus and also the pseudo feminism. Yeah, it's not even it's not even that it's like bad feminism or anything. It's just really strange the way that it it was is just like a very in the movie. Yeah, um, like there is a moment also where she calls him out for being like the most privileged possible person to be in the job mm. that he's in. And she's like, oh, please, you'll get a, a promotion anyway. Look at you kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like, your frat brother connections. And right, stuff. which I don't think he has based well, on no, what. Well, no, clearly from everything that we know, he, he doesn't have that at all. Look at the place that he lives in. Yeah. He doesn't – like that's that's what I was talking about before about how um, as a millennial this is the job you do at entry level if you can't afford to have unpaid internships. Yeah. It seems like he did have a degree, but he doesn't have the connections and he yeah. doesn't have. No, I totally get that. Um, and none of his friendships. He's also or... a bit older as well. Like he's he's 28 or whatever mm. and she's 25. Um, so he, yeah, no, I don't think, yeah, he's got that at all necessarily. Yeah. That's why he needs so, this job. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I also protested that I liked the short shorts on him. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, Sue says they're good. And I'm like, don't worry about what anybody else says. They look cute on you. Yeah. I know. Like, why is this Where's such an issue? You, that was a really fun outfit too. Like he, he looked um, cute. His little shirt had um, palm trees on it. Yes. He's adorable. He looked great. Yeah. <laughs> Let him wear short shorts if he wants to. Um, and the, the music when she gets drunk and dances with him was the song Romeo and Juliet. Yes, by Dire Straits. By Dire Straits, which was such a like – like the people, the w women who wrote and directed this have to be around our age. Yeah, I would, I would guess so. <laughs> well, because they also, there was choice. also, um, the, I, that was at the point at the movie at which I went, oh, this is where you can see the Netflix money in the songs mm. because there was, um, the power of love was in there from mm. Back to the Future. And then, um, the, before the Dire Straits song, there was another like 
famous song, another 80s song as well. Yeah. Um, I was like, they've spent a lot of money on the music. Yeah. I but would those, say they're our age, yes. Those scenes have probably the, I don't have a lot of notes on because I liked them and I was yeah, yeah. enjoying watching the movie. Mm-hmm. So clearly it was working well for me yeah. in those scenes. The bit where um, Pete Davidson and her beat him at beer pong was really oh. nice. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Um, I also oh, liked... Everything with her, her and Pete Davidson are great together. Mm. Like the, well, every, anytime the two of them shared anything, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked the dinner with um, Glenn Powell and Suze as well. Yeah. Where, like, he kind of just came to his senses all of a sudden mm. and went, this is dumb. Like, And, and I particularly liked that because it um, – I think that's the moment when he realizes the class is mm. <laughs> inherent in yeah. some of the stuff that he's been doing because she's so into it and she's so, like – and. You know, it makes sense. She's a model and she wants to get ahead and mm. all that sort of stuff. But he's like, but this this food isn't even that good and it's yeah. super expensive. Right. And we're in this place just to be seen and all that sort of stuff. And it's not yeah. worth any of this. It's not, uh, you know, it was more fun having the pizza and things yeah. like that. So I liked that because it was finally a moment in the movie that where the movie felt self-aware. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't a moment that was like, that showed that he was necessarily being immoral. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like suddenly he – it was a moment where he had to do something immoral for his boss and he realized that none of it was worth it. Yeah. It was just this moment where he was like, but it's not even – like, the stuff that I'm getting out of it isn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. I guess. Well, um, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing we were talking about before. Like, um, her line maybe – you know, three centimeters shorter than where his is, but they both—you see them drawing the line, both of them, mm. um, coming to that point. But the, they both have to learn that. I think I was just happy that the line where he drew it was something that I had had an issue with through the movie. Yeah. So it was finally like, oh, okay. Yeah. Although then he treats the cloak girl badly. Yep. Um, I wrote about the third eye blind thing. Yeah. See the music budget. Yeah. But also, it it it's so. Like millennial, it's such millennial mm. yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. It's like from like when we were teenagers yes, and stuff. Yes, is. Is, is the music that these mm-hmm. that the writer and director have chosen to go with. Well, their names are Katie and Claire, so I'm guessing they're around our age. Um, I like I don't I don't literally don't, my sister isn't my name. Yeah, um, they they don't they neither of them have um uh, ages on their IMDb profile, but like you can sort of see from the you know, the years active kind of like the how when they how long they've been yeah, making films and stuff. The the writer's Katie Sil Silverman or Silverman or something? Silverman, yeah. So she's she's kind Does of Does name sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, she's been around f- yeah, like for a few years. Like she seems to have been involved in a um a few sort of I don't know, I'll look yeah, up after. I d I don't exactly know. I did. I wrote. He gives good hard eyes twice. <laughs> he really does. He's, so he's very good at that. Like the yeah. I think that's probably his best kind of contribution to the cuteness factor. Is yeah. Just when he like, especially over the pizza and everything, mm. he did that really well. Yeah. I also wrote a note. How did he no- not notice that she had hung up? There's a dial tone when people hang up. Like he thinks that he's talking to yeah um to Zoe Deutsch on the phone and she's already hung up and I was like. But you can tell. Yeah. You know when they've hung up on you. That's dumb. Yeah. The I was cringing through the whole airport scene. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, we're getting an airport scene. They, I mean, they kind of turned it on his head a little bit. But it was just really uncomfortable. 
to watch. I was no. like, oh, oh why does I, it have to be that way? I was like, I know where I am here. I, I, I know what the airport scene's about. I kind of well, liked I it. I mean, the airport scene's usually about him stopping the plane yeah. so that his girlfriend can... Right, that's like, why I liked it. ...to tell his girlfriend that, yeah. Yeah, I like that subversion. Yeah. I think the, I think the movie works too hard to make Lucy Lou ultimately nice. Yep. Which annoys me a little bit. Well, it, it it happens too fast and it, like, she isn't nice. Right, and exactly. We, that's not the person that we know. But then all of a sudden, two-thirds of the way through, oh, well, she's the decent one. Like, yeah. It's, and she's, again, her line is, I don't know, maybe five centimetres less than <laughs> someone else's. But, like, you know. Well, I mean, out of the two of them, she's infinitely better than right. Tay Dix. But, but at the same time, like, it's not that. It's the nice, like she's not nice. She's, she's never been nice. No, no, she's hard. So yep. to like soften her for it made me, that was what annoyed me, I yeah. think. Like yeah. I liked it better when she was just really still hard person. Yeah. Um, and at the end of it, when she, when they say she Cyrano'd us, mm. then I was like, I just don't think she'd do that. I don't think she cares enough to do that. Oh. <laughs> like I don't think that she would even remember him. No. Um, although she did remember that story pitch right from the beginning. She, yeah, but that's um, because that's something she cares about. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I think – but also, like, it shows that she is listening and everything. And yeah. that if so, – also, I But she's it, just also very laser-focused. Like, that's what she cares about. One of the mo- – but one of the most interesting things for me in that relationship was that Zoe Deutsch kept doubting herself over and over again. Mm. So she didn't pitch things properly and she didn't, like – because she was like, oh, I might have to change the... Oh, I'm, I'm not know. wedded to that title. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. And then... And that was interesting. I could have done with more of like Lucy Liu kind of training her out of that stuff. Yeah. Yes. That was really interesting. Right. And it's like a very... Like a very t- pointed yeah. commentary on how women interact differently mm. and um, how they're taught to like be self-doubting and everything. And yeah, that's, yeah. That's the thing that, like, Lucy Lou kind of went in the opposite direction of that, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really yeah. interesting. I would have, yeah, I would have enjoyed it if they focused on that work stuff a little more. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, that's interesting to me. That would be fun for me. And then, mm. and actually showed her mentoring her in the sense of, like, like yeah. don't keep doing that to yourself. Right. You know, yeah. stop putting yourself down because that just makes it worse. Mm. Um, the title is good. Don't worry about it. And yeah. even if it's not good, just stand up for it until somebody says you have to take it off. Right. Just stand um, up for it. But almost, that would have almost been her being too nice because another piece of class consciousness is that there is a girl who's a similar age to Zoe Deutsch who's being mentored by Lucy Liu who got there because she had an old school connection. Yeah. Um, and was able to get in that way. Yeah. So that, again, that doesn't, like, she, she isn't because she's an assistant. I think, but but I think the fact that, like, I think they were trying to go for that idea. Oh, they were because, by the end, yes. But be, even, like, I think they were trying to imply that that was what was going on with her remembering the story and all this other yeah. stuff. Yeah, Was that um, she actually does value Zoe Deutsch, but Zoe Deutsch doesn't think she does. Yeah. I think that was what they were trying to do, but there was so little focus on it that it didn't come through properly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until it became a plot point. Mm. I think they could have done more work on that to make it function. Yes. Because um, the, they really could have worked more on the connection between the boss and assistant on both sides. Yes. 
so that we understood the relationship between them and yeah. we understood that the one between Lucy Liu and Zoe Deutsch was different to the one between um, Diggs and Glenn Powell. Right. Right. And I think that would have been – could have given the movie a little bit of depth that it needed. It, yes. Um, it, because that also – that comes back later when they say to other people, oh, no, this is a great person I'm working for. But right. if if we'd seen something about the connection between them, okay, maybe. But right, I, but exactly. I, as, as it stands, though, we just see these people going out of their way and for people who clearly don't deserve it. Yeah. I Yeah, exactly. I think it would have been nice to just have a little bit more of that build through the movie because mm. um, there's no problem with the connections between them. It's the connection between Tay Dix and Lucy Liu that had the problem. So, yeah, like, yeah. There, it would have been fine to have more scenes between Lucy Liu and um and Zoe Deutsch maybe they didn't couldn't afford them for that well yeah something. I mean because they were more expensive I, don't I do know, I but... do get that feeling <laughs> yeah about, about um things. but working more on the scenes that they did have together mm. would have been good because Lucy Liu especially is really giving it her all yeah so and like when she smiles everything just kind of lights up mm. you know and it suddenly feels like the movie's on a different level when Lucy Liu smiles or when she like She's amazing. Yeah, exactly. And she is. She's great, right? So yeah. if they worked on that a little bit more and, like, given the little crumbs yeah, of, like, it, oh, she appreciated me for a minute and that keeps her going for another week or yeah. whatever, you yeah. know, and, and suddenly realizing that she did kind of listen to her and respect her opinions mm-hmm. the whole time mm-hmm. or something and, like, you know, but she didn't have enough faith in herself to believe any of that stuff. Mm. Um, would have been really interesting. Yeah. But they don't do enough of it to have an impact by the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like the Cyrano references. I liked especially that he she he didn't know what it was, but he pretended to. He, he was, it was too long to – like he couldn't ask. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I loved that. That was really funny. But I also liked that it proved that there was some like – they, you know, there was some education there and she did actually care about writing because up until that point it seemed like she only did it because she really loved sports. Yeah. Which I, it was like one of my favorite things about her character was just that she was really into She really loved sports. Like sport. she was really well, passionate about it. Is, I don't care about sports, but I like that she does. Well, this is the thing. People who are really into stuff, like I, that's a really attractive thing when someone is really into something and they're like, I know you said before, but that sometimes people find that too much. But it is like really attractive and really like nice when people are really into something and they really own it i like that yeah when she dresses up in all the clothes yeah for the game it's cute yeah i also i actually thought the cheek kiss was really cute too Mm. that they tried to then force them into more yeah i was like let's leave it that that was adorable yeah anyway um but yeah yeah i feel like it could have been balanced better and lost some of the classism. They could, have, they could have told. It, well, it's look. I just don't think it's that great. No, and it comes down to it. But uh, yeah, but when you look at it as like a romantic comedy made for Netflix, it's a lot better than it sounds like it would be. Yes, um, I think which is why people have reacted to it so well. Right, and when you look at it as like just a romantic comedy in general. You know, there hasn't been any. And remember when we watched that shocking movie with Anne Hathaway in it? Oh, God, The Intern. Right. Oh. Like, this is miles better than that. Miles. Like, yes, and that's well, Anne I think, Hathaway I think, Robert De Niro. Like, that, Yeah, you know. but it was written and directed by Nancy Myers, who I don't think has had to work a real job since the 80s or earlier. But it's not just that. I, I Like, the, the, these guys, I 
feel like they actually might live in the real world and have and have had some of these experiences and yeah. like have friends who do. And they did a good job with like the casting and all that stuff. So I think yeah. like you know, it captures the spirit of a Nancy Myers movie of yeah. when she was in her prime for now. Yeah. For this generation. Yeah. So I do like I'm trying to appreciate it from the point of view of somebody who likes romantic comedies. Yeah. Because yep. if you don't like romantic comedies, it's it's a lot of these flaws that I'm like have problems with mm. would be less so if I just enjoyed the yeah and ride there, of and there is comedy. something fun and light and sparkly about it yeah and we do have these you know incredibly charismatic and sweet leads when she does the milk oh my and he's gosh. like oh my god it's so cool how did you do that and she's like I don't know that was really great like there's yeah. all these little moments that are really kind of and like it was really also really obvious that Tadig's you know wanted to get back with his ex-wife and wasn't yeah over her and everything, but I think they could have done that better. Yes. Instead of the way that they did do it. That whole thing. Just... So I just remembered the pencil dick thing and the kid going, well, pencils come in all shapes and sizes. so Including girth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's the one who looks stupid here. <laughs> Walking yeah. away was really funny to me. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. There were, yeah. It had moments. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. No. It's, um, it's just not very good. No. Right. Gonna like it? if I saw this in the movies, I would like it less. Yeah, no, I would not. I'm glad I didn't have to pay, you know, beyond my Netflix. But God, it was a lot better than the intern. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess I'll give. I don't know. I'm like torn between two and two and a half stars. I think for so a, am I. Yeah, because for a romantic comedy, it's good. I just don't like them. Yeah, I think yeah, t- two and a half because it was you know it wasn't a terrible way to spend my Saturday evening, mm. but at the same time, this is not a great film no i'm gonna say two and a half too i mean i really did like you know most of the cast and everything yeah um I, i'm glad zoe deutsch and glenn powell are getting more attention yeah because i think they're pretty good mm. i'd like to see them do more i think he yeah he has been like i distinctly remember when we saw uh, for me it was hidden figures but you um i think noticed him it, but i think we also definitely talked about him when we did um, everybody wants some. we did because he was the um the philosophizing yeah, yeah, one yeah, with no, the mustache was... in it and i was like oh yeah he was like it was him and and tyler hecklin that kind of were the standouts mm, of that movie mm. but also most other people who weren't blake jenner i genuinely was like brady jenner no <laughs> again no idea blake jenner yeah um but I also I thought Zoe Deutsch, I, again, like when I watched Everybody Wants Them, I was like, oh, she's just cute. Yeah. And I felt the same thing here. Like she kind of, I'd like to see her do more. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did like that she had a lot of, brought a lot of energy to it. I thought that I was do a too. part of it. But yeah, I think she could do more. Like I'm, I'm looking at her as like a young, like Reese Witherspoon yeah, or yeah, Meg yeah. Ryan, where like when Meg Ryan gets upset, in Sleepless in Seattle, no, not in uh, in um, when Harry met Sally, about I think it's not being able to have children or something like that, and she mm-hmm. gets really, re- really upset. Um, your heart breaks for her, mm. right? You feel so bad for her. It's this really big emotional moment in that movie. Yeah. Um, whereas there's nothing in this, that, and there's like moments where she's crying, but you don't, you know, that emotional weight isn't she, there. Yeah, you never. She never takes you with her. Right, exactly. Mm. Um, or like if you look at Reese Witherspoon, you know, when she gets broken up with in Legally Blonde yeah. and then she comes back with all of that determination, yeah. you kind of go on that ride with her. 
Yeah, we don't have this here. Right, exactly. It's it's too she's too like light and bubbly and cute, but she doesn't have that range of emotion and he doesn't either in this. No. Um like he doesn't get a lot to do either. He sort of works off this I'm slightly smarmy frat looking yeah. but I'm also really charming the, thing. The, the, the journey that should happen in the third act of a romantic comedy, which is like the end of the second act of a romantic comedy, there should be a fall for both of them. Both of them have their, their pride hurt and the third act is about coming back from that hurt pride. And it doesn't happen, I think, enough in this. Like it's not a deep enough, big enough fall and a, and a steep enough climb out. Yeah. And that the, journey doesn't happen. I think the fact that it's unequal for them is really unfair and it mm. doesn't work great. Um. The fact that, like, she just, like, fesses up yeah. and then loses her job and has, like, has to yeah. try and write that article, it's not as big a, a journey she has to go through as his. No. Where he has to, like, face the fact that he's being been a dick for a long time and that's not who he wanted to be and he's just kind of... Yeah, they, she needs to face that journey as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, she, she's kind of a dick. She because kind of the is. movie finishes with her being a dick to that waiter guy. Not quite finishes. Oh, not quite. Yeah. yeah, sorry, just before the end. Yeah, so even in that, when she's recovering from that and she finishes the article, immediately she finishes that article, she's a dick to him again, that yep. waiter. Well, not quite. She's like, I'm going to give you this best tip ever. And she's like, well, I don't have my cash on me right now. And you're like... And he goes, get out and never come back. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. You're a yeah. pain in the ass. You know, mm. it just ugh, so frustrating to me. Yeah. Like she should have, I think it would have been almost better if they'd had like a mid-credit sequence where she runs back and gives him the money and is like, I'm sorry that I was such a jerk to you. That would have resulted then nicely. She, but also if she had that realization and, you know, realized that she'd been just as big of a dick as he had a lot of the time. Yeah. Then it probably would have been better because it would have had that like – Fall and rise moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's frustrating, isn't it? Anyway. Anyway, um, I'll wrap up. Thank you very much for listening to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. If you would like show notes or old episodes, they're on our website, silverscreenqueens.com. And if you want to find us on social media, we're at screen underscore queens on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash silverscreenqueens, and tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com on Tumblr. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>